Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast. I'm Kevin, and I'm here with Aaron. Hello, everybody. Uh, tonight, we will be going over Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And I'm sure that many of you guys are familiar with this. So it'll be a good verse. Um, and while you guys are turning into that, hey, Aaron, how was your day today? I mean, my day was Monday was really good. Uh, we're, we're short at work again, uh, so we're real busy. We're uh, so the other shifts are really short and behind too. So we had to spend the first part of our day finishing up third shift's job, which put us behind. Uh, but we still made our goal for the day, uh, got out on time. Uh, I think we're gonna have some mandatory overtime coming up this week, just because the other shifts are down. Um, so I'm probably gonna gonna get some overtime in this week, so that's cool. Um, much needed. Um, my, my girlfriend bought me some steak for dinner, so I grilled some steak, and we had steak and eggs for dinner. That's uh, one of my favorite meals. I haven't had it for a long time, so I'm feeling pretty good. How, how about you? Well, that's good, man. I love eggs. I will eat all of the eggs all of the time. Eggs. I, I had I had a large piece of steak and eight eggs. Yeah, my ne- I don't think there's such a thing when it comes to eggs. My nephew always asks me, how many eggs do you want when he makes eggs? And I say, all of them. And he never brings me all of them, and it always disappoints me. So we, we were, we're blessed with a, a lady who has ministry, and she gets a bunch of food. She actually brought us over. We have about 300 eggs right now. So, super so excited. You have like a three-day supply or what? Yeah, well, two probably. Hmm. Well, realistically. My day was amazing. I had my first day of work today, um, and it was fun. It was fast-paced. You know, just like any new start to a new job, you're, you know, mostly learning, so I didn't get to do a whole lot. But the person who trained me was really good. His name is Steve. He's an old gentleman and really good at uh, training me. He allowed me to get on the forklift, and he, I got to unload a whole truck by myself. It was a truck that didn't need anything but to move the pallets out, but I still got to do it by myself. Um, so that was great. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to do well here. I think that the environment is fast-paced and takes a, attention to detail and uh, a motivated worker. And I think that will suit me well. Um, and I was telling you before we started that it's, it's a place where it's numbers-based, and so because of that, I think that um, Aaron knows because we used to be really competitive while working out together. I am a super competitive person, so uh, I will be paying once, – once I get trained up, I will be paying a lot of attention to the uh, numbers of it. I also had a really good workout. Um, I feel like I'm slapping some 100-pound dumbbell bench presses pretty easily now. That's that's pretty cool. Uh so yeah, I'm doing real good, man. Really good. Well, that's definitely good to hear, man. Yeah. <clears throat> but Whoa. I didn't. I am waking up at four o'clock now, so because of that, I'm a little bit tired while doing this. So with that being said, why don't you get us prayed in? All right. <clears throat> Lord, we just thank you for the day. We thank you for everything that you're doing. We we thank you for. Uh, just your guidance, your leading, um, <clears throat> for just keeping us on track, for always giving us what we need when we need it. 
Um, we just thank you for Kevin today, for starting work. Um, I know it's a great blessing. We just pray that you just continue to, to grow him in that. Uh, just as we continue, we just, just hope that you will lead and guide us on what you would have us to say as we get on a, a difficult topic for a lot of people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So before I read this verse, just a real quick reminder, guys. This week will all will be about trust. It'll be about trust between God, and it will be about trust between you and others. Um, so that's that's our topic. Uh, we're going to start on a very familiar Bible verse for most people, and I think that uh, really it cements the 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 foundation of what you need to have. So it's Proverbs three, five and six. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. So I think that um, I love this proverb a lot because it talks about, you know, that trust that you have to have in God with all your heart. And so with all your heart means you have to trust him in everything, in every aspect of your life. And that's so hard to do. I mean, we talked about how it's hard for uh, us to trust our finances to God, trust our kids to God. There's so many things that's hard. Um, but I think the second part of it is that great, great thing. Uh, it says, in all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. So I think there's trusting that God has a plan and there's also trusting that God's word lived out will help fulfill that plan. So I I love that. Um Aaron, what do you think of this verse? <clears throat> well I'd say you know, like you said, it's very familiar. Um it's one I've read through quite a bit, looked at. Uh I definitely agree with that second part. You know, in you know if I know another version says in all your ways, acknowledge him and uh he will direct your way. Um uh, same translation, really, uh, and I think just as we, as we talked about self control, <clears throat> that was kind of how we ended it was making sure that we're giving everything. We talked a lot about that. Um, <clears throat> that means that in everything, in everything that we do, we always look to what God would have, and it's important to always know that <clears throat> we might not get it right when we want it, and it might not happen the way we want it to. But it's always going to be in his time and, and what he would have us to have. And I know we, we've we talked about some great examples in both of our lives throughout this last couple of weeks where, um, you know, we, we might not have liked it at the time, but we still trusted God to bring things about, and, and that happened. So <clears throat> definitely some great living examples of that. Yeah, uh, I'll give you a, an example um, so I think that, so last week, me and my nephew, we did some Mac, one rep maxes, and we did a bench press one rep max, and his goal was 165, and he was, um, he's a little bummed out because he could not hit one, he couldn't hit anywhere close to that. I think that he got 135, which means that we've been working out for six weeks, and his one rep max didn't go up at all, right? Mm. And so God didn't give that to him that day, and I looked for whatever reason. But I kept telling him, hey, you're doing good. I understand that, that you're upset that the numbers didn't look good, but I know that you're stronger than that. Don't worry about it. We'll get it. So this this week, we went back to our heavy lifting cycle, and I told him, I said, if you want to do it, 
you can try to one rep max again. But we're going to do, uh, we're going to do at least one set of our heavy lifting, our four to six reps. And you're going to do it at 125 because that's 90% of your one rep max, even if you don't like it. Uh, it's actually a little bit more than 90% of his one rep max, but neither here nor there. So he did his set and he killed it. At 125, he got six reps. And so then I was like, you want to do it? And he's like, yeah. So we put the weight on and he did 155. And he hit it this week. So he wasn't able to do more, but he hit 155. And not only did he hit 155, he hit 155 pretty darn easily. Awesome. And so, uh, yeah. And so it's one of those things where he trusted that it was going to happen. Even though he didn't see it, even though he couldn't feel it, he trusted the process. He kept going. He kept working out hard. He kept, he kept his mind in the workout. And it, and eventually it came to fruition. I think that's kind of what our, our walk with God is, is that we have to trust. We have to, there's two, I think that this verse is cool because I think it kind of shows two levels of trust. One, just trusting in God's plan because sometimes we're sitting around and we don't have a job or we're struggling to pay bills, right? Or maybe we're lonely and haven't met somebody. It's hard to trust God that he's going to come through, but we have to. And then the second part is we have to trust God enough to listen to what he says. Not just that he has a plan for our lives, but also that his word is going to be the best thing for us. So when we think, man, I could just kind of, you know, scam somebody out of this money here, that's not what the word wants you to do. And we have to trust that following the word will bring the best life for us. I guess really cool. Uh, so some of you may have seen on our social media, I actually posted a, a quote from Carl Lentz when I announced our topic for this week, and it says, um, hold on, let me, I want to make sure that I have it right, okay, because it's like, I actually looked up the YouTube video and everything, it's one of my favorites, uh, okay, hold on one second, oh, and I sent it to Aaron too, so that's why I'm going to look it up, all right, so it says, at some point, your experience has to outweigh your need for an explanation, Right, and so if you if you've ever seen Carlin's preach, he's actually talking about uh when Jesus told the the disciples to go get a donkey and they didn't even ask a single question, right? He said oh, yeah. if that was me, I'd be asking a hundred questions. So you want me to go do something illegal? Just go take this guy's donkey and just tell him you're okay with it and he'll be okay with it? Right? And so but the point is is all about trust, right? At some point God has given us so many reasons to trust him. If you're struggling with trust in one aspect of your life. Look at all the other aspects that, that God has come through for you on, right? And I, I get it. It's not, it's not an easy thing, guys. I'm not telling you to trust God and, uh, and thinking that it's the, the easiest thing in the world, but you have to start letting your experience outweigh your need for an explanation and understand that God's got you. I definitely agree. Uh, you now I, I looked at that. When, when you say it, I actually looked at it again this morning uh, because it's so easy to get caught up in the circumstances and everything going on around. Uh, it, we've talked about it so many times that we can look and find the good things, but it, in this situation, it's easy to get overwhelmed with what things look like mm -hmm. uh, and what people around you are saying. Uh, I know I've been very open with, with my own mental battles uh, just today at work. Um, 
<clears throat> so, so you know, Father's Day was Sunday. Um, and, and like as we've talked, you know, I've, I've been out of my kids' life for a while, and this is actually the first Father's Day <clears throat> that uh, my daughter sent me a really nice text message for Father's Day, and it it got me pretty emotional. Advance um, just today at work, it, like in in my own head, <clears throat> um, like it just the the, uh, the enemy is attached. You get those thoughts of, "Well, you're a horrible father anyway. You haven't even been there." Uh, you can't even take credit for the great woman that she's become. Uh, and those are the thoughts I have, you know. And, mm-hmm. and it's easy to get caught up in those. But you just have to trust that God has has had it under control the whole time, and God has mend, mended that relationship, and that He will continue to do that. And that why would I want the credit for it anyway? It's all God's credit. You know, that was kind of what I, I I was I was in my by my prayer, like you know, Satan, you can't. Well, why would I even want credit for it anyway? It's, it's God's handiwork, no matter what, whether I was there every day of her life or gone for all these years. It's still God that was in control either way. <clears throat> um, you just can't get stuck in the circumstances and the voices. You have to know and, and trust in the Lord in all your ways and, and just acknowledge him in everything because He he's there. He's there in the good. He's there in the bad. And he will get you through, no, no matter what it looks like. <clears throat> and I've, I've heard a lot of analogies of when, when you look at the mountains. Everybody likes the mountaintop experience. Everybody likes to be on top, and it's beautiful. But nothing grows up there. You get the beautiful green growth of life in the valleys. Yeah. You know, so I, I actually just had a conversation with my nephew uh, as we walked back, back from the gym today. Actually, it was in the gym. It was, uh, so we take some laps. We have a really short track around the weight area, so we take some short laps. That way we're not just standing around. I said, man, it's crazy to think about how God, I think God gives me things exactly when he knows I need them. Like, I wanted a job from day one. I wanted to get out and start, start working and, you know, start making money and start trying to get my own place. Um, but God, he put me through adversity. And I said, just like a, any good parent, right, you got to let your kid have some adversity so that they can learn. But you don't ever give them too much. And I feel like that's what God's doing. So right before my breaking point, he said, okay, you've been faithful. Here you go. Um, but I think that – so I I will I will tell you tell you guys that I think I've done well in that adversity, but that's because there's been times where I didn't do well. Uh, I think Aaron might remember a time where I lost a, a private industry job in prison, and that's like a really sought-after thing. It allows you to pay for yourself, get anything that you want, and I lost a job, and it was because I did something stupid, um, but I lost a job. But I'll tell you, I did not, I did not trust God like I should. I let it hit me hard, and I got depressed, and I stopped working out, and I stopped hanging out with my friends, and really, like, it was bad. I I got real depressed, but it's because I didn't place in that trust, and God pulled me out of that funk. He gave me another private industry job. He had a plan for me that whole time, but I didn't trust in it, and then, you know, and the devil was super good because then when I had, when God started showing me his plan, the devil was like, see, you idiot, you don't even trust your God. And I had to check myself, say, no, it's okay. It's adversity. You're learning from it. But I think that that's really helped me 
trust God now is that I I went through that adversity and I did not handle it well. But then after I came out of that adversity, I was able to look back and say, man, God had a plan and I didn't trust him. That's my fault. I need to do better. And this time, I feel like I've handled the adversity better. I've really relied on God and tr- trusted God and just said, hey, there's something he's doing and I don't know what it is. Um, and guys, that might not even have come to fruition yet. I might... He might have stopped me so I could get this job so that I can meet somebody before I got this job that'll put me in something completely else. I'm not saying that this is like God's answer to my prayer. What I'm saying is there's a plan and I feel like I'm doing a better job trusting that he's got a better plan than I do. Man. I know there there's a lot of things I can look at my life and, and want it a certain way or just to go my way pretty much. And, and looking back, what God gave me was so much better, and it, it's always held true, and it always is. Uh, and, I, and maybe I've shared it once. I know I've I've shared it with some friends. But I always know that when, when things are really bad, when when everything's falling apart, and I'm I'm right at that point where I just can't do it anymore. That that that's usually when God shows up. It seems like the worse I'm doing, the bigger the blessing I know is coming uh, because it's been true in my life for, for all these years. <clears throat> and it, it's a cycle that you know, God always shows up. And I, I, know we, I know we talk a lot about working out, but that, that's how it works. You, know, you get to a point where like, I, I just I can't do it. I, I can't. You have, you have to. And then you do it. You know, those muscles have to break down. They have to hurt. So, so I went to the gym for a couple of days. Finally, was able to get to the gym after months. And man, I'm just I'm destroyed. Tell you, I could barely move today. Like it felt like I haven't worked out. Like this was my first time working out ever. I can't even touch my legs or shoulders. But I know that that's that's the muscles breaking only to rebuild stronger. <clears throat> and, and that's how it has to be. If, if you look at those situations you've been through for our listeners where God has shown up, you can always identify that's how you've come out of that, a stronger and better person and a better man or woman of God. Amen. I think that uh, that's a perfect perfect example because you have, you have to trust the process and you have to trust how to do things, right? So, like, when we look at working out, we have to trust the science behind it, right? I'm a huge fan. If anybody's ever read, is it Bigger, Leaner, Stronger? I think that's what it's called, or, or Bigger, Stronger, yeah. Leaner. I'm not sure which, but I'm a huge fan of that book. Yeah. And it talks about this, uh, like, it talks about the sweet spot for your major lifts, the four to six rep range, right? I'm a huge fan of that. It's based in science, and that's why I'm a fan of it. So just like in working out, you have to trust the process and you have to trust the science behind the process, right, for the muscles to break down. That's part of the science, right? We have to let those muscles break down for them to be sore because if they're not sore, we're not working out, right? Just like in our walk, we have to trust that God's got a plan. That's the process, right? And we have to trust the science behind the plan. And the science behind the plan is the word. It tells us what to do. And it shows us every example that we could ever possibly imagine. Read the Old Testament. Read the New Testament. It'll tell you examples of everything. So you have to have that trust. 
So when we talk about how do we, Aaron, here's a question. How do we, as followers of Christ, trust God with our whole heart? How do we walk this for a second? Uh, I, I think that's probably uh, one of the best questions in Christianity there. Um, because and, and also for the reason that it's different for everyone else. That it's it's never the same for any one person. I, I think a lot of the principles stretch across. Uh, I think the biggest thing is, as we've already said, like the verse says, acknowledging him in everything, in the good and the bad, knowing that he's behind the scenes working everything through. So, uh, man, I, just, I have to go back to the just everything we've talked about and knowing that the key is keeping those people around you that are going to remind you that God is in charge because you're going to lose sight of it. You're going to get in a situation, and it's going to overwhelm you, and you need those people close to you to keep you grounded. And to be like, hey, it could just snap you out of it. Um, whether that be devotions, whether that be whatever it is. Uh, yeah. I, it, it's hard to, to give one answer for that. So I would tell you guys, this, I'm a huge visual guy. Like I like to write stuff down. Right. So maybe, are you, if you're at a point where you're not sure what God's plan is in your life, where you're not sure that he has a plan, let's be honest, sometimes we're there, right? Where, hey, man, I, I don't think you're really doing anything. I would, I'll give you this, this challenge. Write down your five biggest trials in your life, not including the one you're going through now. Five, your five biggest previous trials in your life. And then write down three things, three good positive things that came from those trials. And then look at it. Just look at it. And if you can't see that God is still working even when you don't think he is, then, then read it again. So that would be my, my advice to you. If you're going through something and you can't see God's plan, write down what you've been through before and write down the good stuff that came from it. Because no matter how bad it is, there's good stuff to come from it. And that'll help you remember, and trust in God. That would be my practical uh, way to, to walk this verse out. Awesome. That's good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's good. I think that we're going to wrap that up. huh? A uh, quick uh, couple shout-outs, right? So we have our first Facebook comment. So thank you to Amy. Uh, Amy was really happy about learning about how working out can build self-discipline. And so she wanted to thank us for talking about that and letting her see that in a new light. Right? And, oh, I went to the wrong page. I just want to make it sure we shout out everybody who has commented or... Okay, so it's not letting me connect right now, so... Amy commented about talking about our, uh, how we connected self-discipline and working out. So thank you, Amy. You'll hear us try to connect all of God's Word to it because that's how me and Aaron connect with God, one of the ways, right? And then we have, uh, a, we have Love, Trust, God, Pray, who, uh, who told us, God bless you and God bless you. We appreciate the comment. Uh, we appreciate the listens. Thank you, guys. Please continue to engage in our social media. 
Let us know what you think about trusting God. Let us know about what you think about trusting the process. For any Philadelphia 76ers fans, you can tell us about the process and trusting it. Uh, let us know what you guys think on our social media, all right? I'm going to pray something, and we'll get out of here. Out of the prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this podcast. We thank you for uh, you allowing us a platform to speak about you and how you've impacted our lives, God. We ask that, just like our listeners, we'd ask that you allow us to trust you completely. God, if there's any part of our hearts that aren't isn't fully given to you at this moment, we just ask that you that you take that and you allow us to trust you in that part of our heart as well. We ask that you move into our listeners' lives and continue to overwhelm them with the Holy Spirit. We want a love that's so overwhelming that it makes us burst into tears. God, we ask that you continue to help us grow as Christians, that you would continue to help the podcast so we can better glorify you. We just thank you for everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah.